Since the first time I met my next guest, Lamar Martin, I have to say that I'm a very big on instinct. And you know a particular feeling that you can't explain? That when you come across someone, whether through a handshake or a slight conversation or an exchange or a look or the way the person carries themselves or a certain energy they give out, the person does manage to stand out in your personal radar, your individual radar. And that's definitely how I felt about Lamar. He definitely came across as an individual of, uh, you know, good-natured, very humble, very kind, very warm, always with a smile on his face, always with a, you know, a dignified personality. He really stood out. We met in a past life, but that's not really important for this, uh, this exchange. Um, but I really enjoyed being able to uh, reconnect with him because life has different ways of, you know, you meet someone along your path and then you each go on your individual journeys. And for some reason, life brings you back, you know, into, you know, the crisscrossings of not just, you know, the Internet, but, uh, you know, just realizing that, you know, you might have something in common that, you know, you might not otherwise have known. And you just give yourself the opportunity to just like, you know, lend a hand and just, you know, through a good handshake and some connections and a quick discussions like, hey, how about you be on my podcast so we can talk about, you know, your personal journey about, you know, the entire world of bodybuilding and, you know, your personal take on uh, personal fitness and dedication and commitment, especially with the new year rounding up and with, you know, the quintessential, you know, New Year's resolutions about, you know, trying to do better and, uh, you know, just uh, go back to the gym and be a lot more fit and be more healthy. I'm sure you've got an awesome take on that because uh, Lamar has been, uh, you know, putting out some really great content, especially on Instagram. If you don't follow him, please do at Jamaican Physique on Instagram. And uh, Lamar has definitely stood out uh, in terms of pushing out a great message of uh, doing better every day. Definitely falling in line uh, with what I want to promote on this podcast. And um, definitely um, this exchange was very dynamic, uh, very, very entertaining, uh, very surprising in some ways, especially for me because I always enjoy learning uh, from my guests. And I have to apologize uh, to you guys uh, just uh, on two facets. First, um, with the conversation being so dynamic as it is, I forgot to press record as it started. And as uh, Lamar was actually dishing out some pretty awesome stuff, pretty awesome words of wisdom, I realized that I hadn't pressed record. And I didn't even ask him to stop because I didn't want to cut him off. So I just pressed record. So uh, this basic, basically, this episode will be introduced as already in progress. And second volley is the fact that uh, there will be some parts of the episode where the ep- where the audio you will notice has uh, some form of uh, choppy uh, for the transmission. The bandwidth uh, was giving us a little bit of problems in the beginning, um, so I just want to apologize for that. Um, so, but thank you for Lamar for being so patient and uh, understanding through these little hiccups. But uh, in any ways, in another case, it was just another great exchange, which I hope you guys will enjoy. And uh, hey, let's get into it. You know, awaken the awesome with Lamar. Mar- Martin. Here we go. But then as soon as you get that body, what do you do? What's next? There is no going back. It's, it's, a, it's a step towards a lifestyle change. It's not a temporary thing. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. So year after year, the resolutioners, as I call them, mm-hmm. um, to, to the people that, that, that made the lifestyle changes, like myself and others, we're basically winning out that max three months give or take there's the you know clear out and because uh, it's always that right it's the, always the, that the dedicated, you, know? you always fall into that and it's not even a meme anymore because health clubs know this the first initial yeah. three months out of the year we're all, we're all they're all they're all they they know this we know there's going to be a surge in the first three months from january all the way to march or april everybody's going to jump on it i'm going to do it this is the year this is the year this is the year and you know i I, I, you see that in the magazines because the publications like, okay, this is going to be your best year yet. And you know, your best body in, in eight weeks. It's like, but yeah. Okay. Even if you did follow that program, word for word, shot for shot, program for program, training for training, you still have to keep going. And the willpower, the willpower. And I don't remember where I read this, but somebody told um, said something about motivation. And I'm not sure if you agree. I just want you to share on that. Motivation is is translated basically as doing what you're supposed to do even when you don't want to do it. 
And this is where it hits a lot of people when you realize that it actually takes work. And I really wonder what, what you thought about that. Motivation, motivation. You can find motivation from uh, a lot of places, actually. Uh, whether it's your favorite person online, uh, a coworker, uh, someone you know. The thing with motivation is it will get you motivated within the period of you um, trying to get motivation. But it does not follow. Motivation doesn't stick with you. It's not something that, that, that's going to follow you throughout the action, throughout the time being. Now, dedication, you're going. Okay. So one without the other is, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some days that I just feel like, you know what, today I'm just going to stick it out. I'm just going to take it, call the rest day and stay home because I do not feel it at all. And I don't go hard on myself because I'm always in the gym. (laughs) I just stay home. But dedication now. I'm motivated. I'm there watching videos. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to smash the gym. Nah, nah, nah. You know, going all out into the videos and stuff. And as soon as the video ends, I'm just like, yeah, it was nice, but I still feel like crap today and I'm still going to stay home. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm saying, you can feel motivated from um, many sources out there, but dedication is really the one that's going to get you going. Whether or not you really want it or not, it's not being motivated, it's being dedicated. So that's my take on motivation. Sometimes you do need the extra push, uh, which will be motivation, Mm -hmm. but if if you're dedicated, it will push you to go to the gym or whatever goal you have in mind. Because it's always that that one particular little trigger, I yeah. believe, that yeah. always gets you above the the the, the basically the hurdle. Mm-hmm. Um, I always um, and I always I, I always push this back to um, to my running the Spartan race because it always goes back to that. A lot of people say, "Is he ever going to shut up about the Spartan race?" Because, <laughs> but. I, it's a personal conversation. It's whatever gets you going. It's that deal. It's that relationship, you know, that, you know, is getting the girl or the guy, you know, it's just like everybody has their own personal, you know, thing that they had to overcome. For me, yeah. it always goes back to, this, to the race when, if we're just talking about physicality, since we're in the theme of fitness here, there is mm-hmm. always that point where you want to give up on the trail. You've been walking for like miles and you've been, your, your knees hurt and you're bleeding and you're all over the place and your head and the internal dialogue starts in. The negative talk starts in. It's like, okay, why am I here? I could be doing so many other more interesting things right now. I'm on the top of a mountain. I'm sweating. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Why, why should I keep going? Like, why? Exactly. Why? But you do. And exactly. you find a reason. You so find you can relate. You keep going, whether it's the people racing with you, whether it's the fact that, you know what, I paid here, I paid to be here, might as well, like, you know, not waste this money. Whatever your motivator is, there's still that part of you, despite everything else, you still have to reason with yourself and tell yourself, you know what, this matters to me enough to keep going, you know, this matters to me enough to get off the bed and go to the gym, you know, so that is amazing. It speaks to the heart of the human spirit. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I like what you said right there. Uh, it's, it's with your heart, right? Because uh, being a bodybuilder, I can definitely relate to the, the overcoming of the pain and the, and the fear. Uh, because bodybuilding, it's a lot of fear um, overcoming that's happening in the gym. Mm-hmm. I guess because all other sports are different. Okay. Gym and lifting weights especially um, putting on extra weights as you go on, as you go on, challenging yourself, pushing your body to the limit. Um, you do put your life at risk. <laughs> do you really? At times, many times in the gym, you, you do, because you're putting up um, weights that you haven't touched before. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, it's a life or death situation sometimes. <laughs> But it's amazing. Like, it's amazing still because you I'll, don't do I'll, anything. Sure, sure ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you an example of a bench press. Um, you've probably seen videos online of bench press accidents. Where, mm-hmm. You know, the, the bar falls down and, and hit your head or, uh, or falls on your chest and break, break your ribs or stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But bodybuilders are putting themselves through that pressure and through those risks 
every day, day in, day out. But it's it's also more rewarding, including all those dangers. It's more rewarding knowing that you pay um, more weights than you did, say, last week. Mm-hmm. You did it. You accomplished a goal. And you keep going back and you keep accomplishing new goals. Rewards um, uh, instantaneously from the gym. It's not just the... After the weeks that you take pictures and see your body transformation, mm-hmm. you're also getting results uh, each and every week within the gym on on your lifts. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, winning a trophy every time, and and this is just within yourself because it's a self it's a self sport and it's a self transformation. It's all about you. It's you against you. Definitely, because it's a lot about what, what I'm hearing from you definitely is about incremental success. It's about little pieces that add, that overall and over time will add on to this goal. Because you definitely have to keep inside what's the long-term yeah. goal, the championship, yeah. the yeah. smaller goal, okay, adding five pounds, adding five pounds, adding five pounds. But hey, but I think we're jumping the gun here because the, the native question definitely, which I've never asked you, yeah. how in the world did you get started in bodybuilding? <laughs> I've never asked you this ever. How did it start? Uh, like what? Ten years, and, and ago, eight years ago? Was it a bet? Like what? Did you just like you know not that, look? That's what? a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. What? Well, when I was young, I was the typical kid that loved video games. I I went outside with kids sometimes, play here and there, but I was more like a video. I used to always be inside every chance I get playing PlayStation. Um, Super Nintendo, all the old games back in the day. And when I when I moved to Canada, um, so okay. I, I started going outside more and started going to the movies, a lot of friends and stuff like that. Um, and then I started uh, to, to get more into sports. Mm-hmm. And that's only at 13, 14 years old. So I'm, I haven't been into sports like all my childhood at all. And I Started first in basketball. Okay. Basketball with friends outside. Try out for the, the, the high school team. I wasn't the best player on the team, obviously. <laughs> I just started playing. But I played for for my high school and it moved on from then to football in high school. Um I just felt that I need to be active. Like I, I kinda like there was this flame inside of me that just like in front of all this stuff just sitting down all day to to this person who's now moving all the time and and active you know like i, I had a, a lot of endurance and and my build is is made for that a lot of endurance activity so right after i i, I was in computer science okay and i was sitting down a lot a lot into the computers um, one day i'm like you know what I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable sitting down every day. It's not something I want to do. It's not something I I can do anymore. That's just not me anymore. I can't sit down. I got to get going. Okay. I joined the gym just like that because my friends used to always go to the gym. So I decided to join the gym. And by me joining the gym, lifting weights, I saw my body transforming. And then I just got addicted from there. It, It was just an addiction. To seeing my 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 arms getting bigger, uh, the abs like sticking out more, you know, it was it was it was it was sweet. It was sweet. A lot of people noticing also. So um, right after that, when when people start noticing, uh, you know, me getting bigger and stuff like that, it's it's always been a, a, you know, a small dream of a little boy, you know, trying to look like the superheroes that we see on TV and stuff like that. So. It did feel good. It was it was motivation for me to continue, and I was already dedicated because I I I loved the gym. I I loved being physical. I loved. Uh, I basically found a sport that I could do um, on my own time, and that was very important at the at that moment at that very given moment um, that I could just go to the gym whenever I have time. Basically, I don't have to follow like a, a sports team schedule. It's my schedule, my time. So it was perfect. It was a good move. 
So that, because the thing is, I love to compare, and it's only after these certain years that you learn to, you know, um, realize that physical well, fitness, basically, and yeah. physical physical evolution is strictly personal. What I mean by that is, okay, I see you, I see my friend Lamar, okay, um, doing, you know, bodybuilding. And you go on, you know, if we're just talking YouTube channels, like, you know, two notorious YouTube channels, which I'm sure you know, you have C.T. Fletcher, mm -hmm. Iron Addict, and yeah. you have Kali Muscle. I'm yeah. like, this is not Lamar. This is, this is not, it's like, because they're, <laughs> this is not, I don't think they're doing this, like, you know, they, they, they pump iron like everybody and they're obsessed just as much as you are, but, and there's me. You know, I'm not trying to sculpt and chisel every single muscle and fiber in my body. Yeah, yeah, All I'm trying right. to do is keep up with these two minions who keep me up at two o'clock in the morning. I just yeah. want to be able to, you know, to run with my kids in the snow <laughs> and, you know, save my kid if she's going to be hit by a bus. You know, that's 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 my need. That's my goal. And yeah. a lot of people, what I'm trying to say is that you have to be very focused on your goals and your needs. And I really like you to just like, you know, extend on that on, cause I'm sure you've seen it, you know, people who have maybe the wrong goals or wrong expectations of their physical regimen. Yeah, exactly. I, I have um, a client, I'm not going to say her name, but I have a client that um, she used to be overweight. So she has like a lot of insecurities and she kind of makes some um, unrealistic goals kind of like being too hard on themselves whenever it comes to health and fitness. But what I do try to portray, um, send over to my clients, not just my clients, but to anyone I motivate, it's, it's to look at it as a lifestyle. And even when I make a, a meal plan for somebody or a workout plan, uh, per se, it's not, it's not something uh, that, that's going to kill you, that you're starving, that it's, it's something that, you just have to adapt to and it is a lot of food it, it doesn't matter what kind of meal plan whether you're losing you want to lose weight or gain weight i do put a lot of veggies in there so it is a lot of food to eat and it's not even about um it's not even about uh, a short-term thing so i do put a lot of flexibility within these diets and reason being is for it to be a lifestyle it's not it shouldn't be a temporary thing. It shouldn't be something that, that you just do for, for four or eight weeks and then afterwards you just get back to normal. It should become normal. So basically, uh, clients should learn from the meal plans that they're getting or workout plans that they're getting. They learn from that in order to, to continue their lives with that knowledge of what to eat, when to eat it, um, Basically, if they follow, if they follow a, a regime like that, the, their goals will become their reality. Like they'll, they'll always live it and it'll always be in the present. It wouldn't be something they always have to chase. Because me, I'm, I'm off season right now and mm -hmm. I'm enjoying life. And mm -hmm. as you can see in my photos, I'm not, I'm not fat, but I'm eating Far chips. from it. I'm, I'm eating chips and I'm eating... Um, peanut butter, I'm eating Nutella, I'm eating bread. It's just that you, you have to know um, how to live in balance. I think it's also important. That's my, that's my experience. You know, can I only speak for myself? Um, I think you also have to know your body, you know? Because yeah. if we're going to get into the entire physicality, because of course you as a nutrition professional, you know this in your, in your practice that your different bodies react to different foods in different ways. Yeah, yeah that's true. I that's true. am a Putin addict. Living in Quebec, coming from Haiti, either I love rice, but a second, second I can <laughs> take a Quebec, I will die eating Putin. So a big, fat, sloppy bacon Putin with a beer, <laughs> that is my thing. But I do not gain, and like some people have seen me eat, you know, obscene amounts of Putin and they're like, where does it all go? And you see me, I've put on a little weight, but I do fine. But that <laughs> is not something that I recommend to other people because other people's bodies will react differently. But I keep active exactly. in the way. 
You know, I keep active in different ways. Exactly. Like, you know, I carry my kids. Like, you know, I take them out. I carry them on my back. I carry <laughs> the groceries. You know, I run up and down. So there is some physicality going on in my regimen. I will confess. Yeah, yeah. I've not been going yeah, to the no, gym no, as no, regularly no. as I have been, but I, I'm still active. Yeah, that's 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 what it's supposed to be. And um, like you said, everyone's different. So by everyone being different, that's why it's important to get a a good coach because the coach will analyze you better than the person will analyze themselves. Basically, having a coach, um, you get to learn your body faster. Than, than you ever expected that you know like, like sometimes you think you know your body until you get a coach and then you say oh wow I didn't know that because of that that, that. you know what I mean so mm -hmm. um, that's the importance really of, of having a nutrition coach and it's it's a lifestyle change that you'll be making you know um, you need to be committed you need to be committed and I think that's something that a lot of people are afraid of because when they realize that um you know, can, investing in yourself is actual work. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's daunting for some people. And well, I'm curious, um, just getting back to the, because I'm, I'm really curious about, you know, the underbellies of bodybuilding and stuff. Like, what is it that you discovered, like, you know, just jumping into the world of bodybuilding that, you know, maybe that, that you're wiser about now? You know, if you're just talking about the Lamar like five years ago, like, what is it that you know now that maybe you would have counseled him you know, that, you know, he probably would have benefited from like five years ago. Like, what is it that, you know, now being wiser and better into what you do and more committed that, you know, you would, you, you would, you know, give him some consultation or like some wise words of advice. Um, well, I'm a lot, I, I've learned a lot more uh, about nutrition and I think that's the only thing that, that I would pass on um, because nutrition is number one. I, mm -hmm. I keep, I keep talking about nutrition because <laughs> You, you might notice that um, everything I say about nutrition is key. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a natural bodybuilder. I never once believed that I could be the size that I am um, naturally, with, naturally meaning without steroids okay, or, or any sorts of injectables or growth hormones. That's important. Yeah. And how I got here isn't because I, I go to the gym and – lift weights there are a lot of people that i know that's been uh working out for years naturally um going to the gym lifting weights they're they're the weights they're lifting are pretty decent weights it's heavy weights some some people are lifting heavier than i am lifting mm -hmm. but their bodies are actually smaller um it's also based on genetics but most of the time it's not their genetic potential it's actually what they're fueling their bodies and how they're um, replenishing their bodies after their workout. What you and take out versus what you put in? Exactly. So that's why I keep um, mentioning how important nutrition is. Because once I, I, I learned about nutrition, I had a coach. Mm -hmm. And he's the one that taught me um, most of what I know about nutrition. The rest I learned on my own. So um, it, it's, it's insane. It's insane. I had uh, digestive issues that I didn't even know about. Um, oh. Because I, I, I accidentally found out about my digestive issues. Okay. I started taking some um, digestive enzymes, some natural digestive enzymes. And that helped you And when I did, I just started gaining weight. So, you know, I, I found that out, but it's, it, was, it was by error, basically. I just, I just tried it, and I started gaining weight. But, you know, it's stuff like that that you never know, like, what's going on until you have a coach, basically. Wow. Um, but nutrition, like I said, nutrition is the number one part in, in any mm -hmm. fitness goal that you ever have. It's not the gym. A lot of people um, relate uh, being healthy and fit in the gym, but that should be second in, in any regime at all. It should be second. Before okay. you even decide to step in the gym, you should probably change the way you're eating before you decide to step in the gym. Because it's, is it far-fetched of me to say that, you know, again, with not every formula is the right one for, you know, every person. Is it yeah. possible? And I'm just throwing a rhetorical question out there. Is it possible mm -hmm. that the gym is not for certain people as well? Mm -hmm. And that's it. 
I've had uh, I've also had clients who don't go to the gym and they just want to lose weight. That that's the it comes back to what you want as the results. Um, because some some clients they only want to you know get skinny, just lose weight. Mm-hmm. Or you have the other clients that want to lose weight but also tone. So then the gym becomes important. Mm-hmm. It, it all depends on your goals, but if it's just about you know being more healthy and eating healthier, then the gym isn't really that necessary. You can you can just be more active if that's a problem in your life mm-hmm. by jogging or walking. Um, simple things like that, just getting your blood flowing and your articulations moving, um, is very healthy for you. Where but alongside the, uh, 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 a a nice diet plan, <laughs> it's very important because I hear you, and it's definitely something that people need to be a lot more mindful of. If I may, yeah. because I realize that again, whatever you put into your body is going to be ingested and processed a different way, depending on your genetics, depending on your medical history. In my particular case, for me on my side, my father is diabetic. Like the the disease of the family, there's the hereditary disease of the family is definitely diabetes. I've been spared so far, as far as I know, but it's definitely something I have to be mindful of. Like, you know, like everybody, it's not just about eating sweets. It's also into, into your genetic codes. You don't know what's going to trigger it because it's all about, you know, biology and genetics. You don't know what can trigger it, you know, same as allergies. Some some people have never had allergies all their lives. And then a certain, at a certain point, they realize they start growing hives or something. They just realize that they're allergic to something. Yeah, so me, to many different types of foods. There you go. There you go. So the body is such a beautiful mystery. And that's, that's where somewhere, you know, you have to be mindful of basically what you put in it and what you take out. And I'm totally hearing you on this. And I thank you for just stressing how important it is. And in terms of health and fitness, it's so I'm really taking notes here. So it's very important to be mindful of what you eat. And yeah. it doesn't mean if I'm hearing you correctly, it doesn't mean that you need to deprive yourself of the stuff that you like, oh. you know, ice cream and put in. <laughs> there, there's, there's, a, there's a limitation, but depriving not really it's just being um mindful of your goals and and dedicated basically okay. of and not binge eating every day <laughs> well yeah you know you gotta be you gotta be reasonable as i say yeah. like you know be reasonable in everything <laughs> but it's, it's it's definitely something that you know like me and i, I really want to touch about the psychological aspect again mm-hmm. of fitness uh yeah. in terms of because i'm seeing in this current um realm of you know selfies and look at me and look at this workout and yeah i just been pressed 300 and everything so it's all about there's a lot of um self affirmation that's going on i'm seeing that i'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing but i'm not judging i'm trying really hard not to judge but it's definitely a generation that's very self-aware that's very much about look at me And and go ahead me being a bodybuilder, I, I don't like the the new generation of uh, the me-me aspect. Okay. Uh, it might show on my social media because I sometimes I fail to post as often. Um, but to be honest, as a bodybuilder, I, I really respect the golden era, which is uh, the days of Arnold and Sergio Oliva and all the big names, Frank Zane. Really? The old school, the 70s and 80s. I really, I really enjoyed how these guys did bodybuilding. And it's about, you know, having a group of friends and, and, and following the lifestyle together. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you know, eating together, train together, go out together, everything together. Um, that inspires me a lot. And whenever I am able to, to meet up with my friends, then that's the best time that I could ever have in the gym. When I'm with my friends working out in the gym, it's the feeling is just insane. <laughs> so how does it compare in, to inexplicable. now? But the the new generation about the me me me, uh, it gets old and it gets old fast. I, I I'm not a big fan. Because <laughs> I sometimes again I, when I say this, I'm really trying really hard because sometimes you're just waiting. And again, this is a, this is basically gym ethics and just being, you know, gym polite, right? But you're just waiting after the guy to finish on the machine, but you're seeing him set up his phone with his tripod and then wiping it down and just looking at himself in the mirror and just making sure he's in the right frame. And then like, you know, just do two bench presses and then just post it on Instagram. Like, dude, really? 
Really? Oh. Like that's that's not bodybuilding, and I find the the new era of of gyms. It, it's kind of uh, bringing a bad name to bodybuilding because a lot of people think that bodybuilding is, is what they see mo most often. But what they're seeing is not bodybuilding. It's, it's mostly like a, a fitness fan uh, or fitness fan base era. I don't even know how to explain it, but bodybuilding to me, it's, it's kind of like the raw iron, the, the, the musk in the gym, the... The, I might be a lot different from. I don't think I'm normal if you're talking uh, comparing to normal people. But me, I kind of like the the musky old gyms, the, the the slight grunts in in lifting heavy and seeing the pain yeah. as the person's lifting, not just you know grunting in every repetition that you do and 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 just screaming out loud in the gym for no reason. But I mean, if you're on your your final set. And he's pushing himself to the limit, and he asks me for a spot, and he does a slight grunt, then that's different. Mm -hmm. I can I can spot, um, you know, people who are serious from people, you know, who are just putting on a show. Do you call them and out though? The, the guys putting on the shows, I I'm not a big fan either. <laughs> <laughs> but have you? I'm sure that you know in this in this era again of comparison and you know just people just checking you out and everything. Yeah, I'm sure that on the interwebs that people have called you out on certain things like, oh, you know, you think you you think you're so high. It's like you know, what's your big deal? It's like, and how do yeah. you he, how do you, you deal with yeah. the haters? Because that's how something I, I deal? Yeah. Uh, personally, how I deal with the haters, I. I talk about whatever is bugging me with my significant other, Layla. Um, all my personal uh, opinions or uh, any personal uh, issues or anything that's bothering me, basically. Mm -hmm. But as for confronting haters, not really. I, I listen to a lot of motivation videos and a lot of... Um, um, Wes Brown and uh, all these motivational speakers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned is that you can't put your energy towards negativity. And I'm a strong believer of that. I read The Secret also. Mm -hmm. And Good it, one. it, it Good helps one. me a lot in, in my daily life because I don't, I try my best and I'm, I, I try to stay aware and in the present, and I try my best to not focus energy towards negative negativity. Mm -hmm. So whenever uh, someone might leave like a nasty comment or say this or that, I try to just brush it aside or respond positively to what I can reply to. But other than that, I just don't put my attention towards it. That's a good if, philosophy. Yeah, because especially today, like a lot of people don't believe in, in natural bodybuilding. So I do get the comment. Uh, but why is that? Uh, because today it's a lot of people are, well, it's, it's kind of in the society today. You want everything fast. Everyone wants everything fast. And the thing is, most guys in the gym, most guys, you, you're probably not aware of this, but mm -hmm. most guys in the gym who are not really competing or 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 have a goal like mine but most of them as soon as they start lifting and they see how long it actually takes to transform your body they just try to get some steroids from somewhere and just hop on right like some guys like not even training for a month and and find steroids somewhere and start taking steroids I, it's kind of like a casual thing for them i have no idea why but these guys, they further um, find out about all the side effects that it has. And not just that, but when they stop taking the steroids, they actually shrink and get small. They, 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 they look like they don't even go to the gym after that, you know? So a lot the of people find out. Hard the consequences. Yeah, it, all the consequences that, that, that comes along with uh, putting, you know, foreign drugs in your body. And it's not even, uh, most of the time, it's not even prescribed stuff from doctors. It's just like off the street, off the black market and stuff. So you really don't know what you're getting. And um, I don't know, it's the, it's the mentality. Like if they're in the gym for a couple of months and they barely see results, then they, they tend to doubt 
um, the guys who are getting results, but they, they, they have no idea, like, you know, uh, what's the guy eating? Uh, what does he know about working out? They, people don't question themselves anymore. They just, like, jump to conclusions and say, oh, it's impossible to be like that without, you know? So I, I think, do get it often. I think is what you said is so true, and it totally makes me think of this, uh, this interview I saw with, uh, I don't know, I love him so much. He's so fun, but he's such an inspiration of fitness. Terry Crews. <laughs> Oh, I he talks. Him. I love him. I love him. And he's like, he's a beast. He's mm -hmm. really a beast. But he tells you all the time. A lot of people say like, you know, oh, I'm so sh I'm so shredded. Look at my pecs and everything. He makes fun of it because like, you know, his pecs have become a meme. But he's like, yeah. I've been doing this since I was 15 years old. Exactly. I've been lifting since I was 15 years old and getting stronger. And there's a history behind it. You know, mm -hmm. his abusive father, you know, always being small and trying to always have to be, you know, to prove himself that, you know what, whatever happens, I'm going to be the strongest person. So yeah. there is a story behind his motivation and it's his personal story. Yeah. But he's been doing it for 20 plus years. Exactly. If you walked into the gym last week, yeah. you cannot expect to be the size of Terry Crews. Exactly. And you but need to accept that. We're, we're in society um, today where it's now, now, now for everything. And you wait two minutes for your internet to load and then you're, you're swearing here and there. Like that's our society today, you know? The world is over. The world is over. <laughs> and I had to come to terms with that the same way that, you know, and there was a period of time in the previous life where, you know, like, it was just like me and my girlfriend, not my wife, you know, I was just like, you know, my little apartment, you know, I had my job and then, you know, no kids, just my apartment. And then I was in the gym, like, you know, four days a week. Like, you know, every time I had something to do was going to the gym and I was yeah. coming out and I was great. It was just great all, all the time. But now my speech is always the same. I have kids. <laughs> sort of, I have two very young kids who keep me very busy. <laughs> so sometimes you forgive me if I do not have the time to put in a 30 minute workout. I'm sorry, but I put it in workout and I'm totally being honest with you here, Lamar. And this is the thing with these conversations. I have no problem with bearing it all. I'm totally out there for the good and the bad. You know, it's not about being ashamed. It's about, you know, being conscious of where you're at. Yeah. So being awesome. in the present. You know, being in the present and, you know, accept your frailties, accept, you know, where you might need some work and, you know, just stay focused on the fact that, you know, you could do better. You know, I know I definitely could fit in some more time for the gym, but sometimes you're so tired, you're just, you're just not into it. And, you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, don't let people judge you because people are not running your struggles and it's okay. Exactly. It and we totally all okay. have our battles. We all do, you know, you know? Uh, a lot of people, they look from the outside on, uh, on the lives of many people, you know, whether it's uh, somebody who motivate you, stars or whatever. But what they tend to forget is that that person is human. And once you're human, you, you, there are struggles that you're going through for a sure, a hundred percent. Like everyone's going through something in life. But definitely what's the goal you set for yourself when you started on this journey, dude, because like, you know, you're doing like so much amazing things. Like, you know, what was the spark? Where are you headed? Well, when, when I first decided to compete as a bodybuilder, uh, it was only a personal challenge because I, I loved the gym so much that I decided to, to take it to a, a next level per se. I never dieted. Uh, I always ate whatever I want and I was putting on some size. So, uh, I decided to, to, you know, uh, do a bodybuilding show where I have to like commit myself a hundred percent and diet and, and get shredded and do the stage thing and everything, the presentation. So I, I did it. I, I, I was dieting for three months and show day. It was an amazing feeling backstage. I had a blast backstage and out of nine competitors, I placed second. Nice. First show. And I met a lot of um, big players in the bodybuilding world, even guys who trained with Arnold back in the days and stuff like that. Wow. And these guys were commending me and they were, they were like, oh my God, like your, your physique is inspiring and, and you have like so much potential in bodybuilding. You know, all these, these some accolades that I just met because of my coach. My coach um, he knew them all. And these guys were telling me, how my uh, my muscle bellies are like built for bodybuilding basically my frame and genetics is like perfect for bodybuilding and, you know they're going on and on so 
I'm there like, oh my God, I just placed second in like my first competition versus these, you know, these guys were looking amazing and I never thought I'd finish like second because I didn't go there with expectations. I, I went as a person. That's always how it starts, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It was a personal challenge. It, it wasn't uh, to go and, oh, I'm going to smash this competition and get first place. No, I, I didn't go with that attitude at all. And ever since that night, I, I was like, man, I, I got to do something about it. I, like, I, I can't be given a gift and, and not capitalize on that. That's what I learned in life. The that gift. whatever gift you're given, man, you just got to capitalize on that. And that is the time to... To, to, to push even harder. Like whenever you're given something and you find that, that whatever it is you're good at, then you just give 110%. And that's what I did. And look at me today. You just run with And that it. is um, October 2014. And 2014. now we are three years time. later. So, 2014. Years later. Yeah. I thought I was actually way, way farther than that. 2014. 2014. 2014 was my first competition, and three years later, 30 pounds heavier. Uh, wow. That's me. <laughs> wow. Doing big things. Yeah. Doing big things, man. Wow. Um, currently, Mr. Quebec and second place in Canada. But this is totally the rhetorical question. When you go to a competition, yeah. right, what is it exactly that the judges are looking at? Because I've always wondered, because growing up, again, like, you know, uh, back in Haiti, when I was used to watch ESPN, because, you know, those things were on, like, all the time, and, like, you know, they used to broadcast, like, you know, the guys that would be ripped. You know, it was just like, yeah. okay, the guys were exploding with muscle and just posing, stretching <laughs> and flexing. Okay. And I used to laugh. Yeah. I genuinely used to laugh. You know, I was just like, what is he doing? Yeah. What is he doing? Yeah, it is. I don't it need is. to see your legs. Why are you showing me your back? I don't care. <laughs> But please, like, dissect it for me. What are the judges looking at? <laughs> so, in bodybuilding, you have different categories. Um, for men, I'll only talk about two, which is bodybuilding and physique sure. category. Okay. Um, the bodybuilding is basically the same as the classic bodybuilding, where you do uh, mandatory poses of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, your chest, your back, your, your arms, your legs, stuff like that. And what they're looking for is uh, a symmetrical physique with a thin waist and a good amount of mus muscular mass. Okay. So um, it, it's, a, it's a total of the overall look. Mm -hmm. So they're not only looking for massive muscles. They're actually looking for massive muscles, um, striated and, and, and shredded just enough along with the, the teeny waist, which mm -hmm. will eventually give you that X-frame look okay. in bodybuilding. Um, for men's physique, it, it's kind of like a beach body look. All right. So you're going for somebody with, um, you know, still, still shredded, um, but more the look of having abs and, and, and pecs and shoulders and arms and... Think nice of a guy. nice summer afternoon guy yeah, exactly. like, like like flexing on the beach type of thing. On the beach type look. Rather than Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, rather than Ronnie Coleman. So that, that's, the, that's the category that I'm doing. It's the, okay. the summer okay. beach body look. Okay. Yeah. Are you training for any competition uh, you know, coming up soon? Anything? Anything in the calendar coming up next year? 2018 season, my first competition will be May 19. Okay. Um, here in Laval. Uh, my second show is the very next day here in Laval. And uh, from there, I'm not sure where the wind will take me. But I, I do want to go to Barcelona, Spain, um, next year. What happens to Barcelona? That's the Arnold Classics Europe. Okay. So that's the Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger show. It's one of the biggest shows in the world. And I've heard of it. I qualified for it. So... Uh, I saw a couple of videos, uh, but I didn't. I wasn't sure if it was just like you know a bodybuilding competition. I saw because you know um, my favorite exercise in the gym is the deadlift. So I'm just looking at a bunch of deadlift yeah. exercises, and I saw some insane, you know, Arnold Classic. Uh, I don't know what yes, the guy's they, name was. Yes, the, they do. Um, they do powerlifting also at the Arnold because it's uh, Arnold Sports Festival. That's the. Okay. That's the and you have uh, quite a few of them all over the world. You have uh, Europe. Um, next year will be in Spain. 
Um, you have Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. You have uh, in Australia, South South Africa, and Brazil. Oh wow! So they're placed like all over the world, and it's the Arnold Sports Festival. It's it's, it's one of the biggest um, bodybuilding, powerlifting sports festival there is. I'll just catch the YouTube highlights. I'm I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I got bottles to feed. I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> so hopefully but, uh, Barcelona, Spain next year. Good luck to you, man. Definitely, because you know what? I'm not just saying this because definitely, Lamar, you put out such a magnificent message onto the world. Because I'm all about you know the awesome within us and. And I really enjoy connecting with you because, like, you know, you, there's a warmth and, uh, you know, a kindness that, you know, resonates. And, you know, yeah. all the time that, you know, you talk and you're just, first of all, your passion is infectious. And second of all, your <laughs> commitment to your craft is something that, you know, is something that really resonates with a lot of people. And it's not just in bodybuilding. And I know we're just, you know, bubbling it up into, you know, the entire world of, you know, fitness and taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's all about, I believe, you know, valuing yourself and i'm emphasis on the self a capital s you know who you are you know valuing yourself long enough and we're talking about insecurities we're talking about you know personal fears we're talking about making a consistent effort you know Mm -hmm. to put in the time for yourself Mm -hmm. and that's something that you know you put in a lot of effort to you know whether you humor or your videos or your instagram posts definitely you put yourself out there you know, for yeah. people to be inspired by. So, you know, yeah. that's something that's definitely something that resonates. And, uh, you know, that's that's something I'm, something I'm really wishing that you keep pushing forward, man. That's definitely a great message you're putting out there. Hey, thank you, Oliver. And uh, one one thing I want to get out here also is uh, mm. how, how, you know, the gym helped me a lot uh, for my mental health. Because before, before bodybuilding, um, I was a bit aggressive. Um, I, I would I would just explode for no reason sometimes. You know, uh, maybe it was just me growing up as a teenager. Mm-hmm. That happens to a lot of teenagers, uh, guys, men, young young men. It's part of the process. Um, yeah, but but bodybuilding, not not really bodybuilding, but just being in the gym and uh, blowing off steam because you you do release a lot of aggressive. Uh, feelings in the gym when you're lifting weights Mm -hmm. so i do feel that it's something positive for for men out there Uh, not just men but women also in 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 their own way oh yeah Uh, oh yeah but but for for guys i definitely do believe that it's it's something something good to consider especially growing teenagers um to to to, to get active you need to have a physical outlet it helps a lot you need, I thank you so much for saying that because it's something that cannot be stressed enough because if we're just sticking to men, um, mm-hmm. the research has shown that, again, anthropologically speaking, men need to have that, you know, physical release, you know? Yeah. Um, women need to just be in a group, you know, societally speaking, they yes. just need to be in a group yes. and, you know, and, and, you know, commiserate. But yeah. men just need to be out there and either hit something kill something, bite something, yes. just yes. like let some reach out. It is part of it, our natural part of our, our part of our genetic code. It is it's, part it's, of our genetic code. I, I strongly believe that. And I agree with that hundred percent. It is part of our genetic code and definitely it is part of your mental stability. Um, Society has put us in a box where, you know, for some reason, you know, we have to be able to take on all these other you know, struggles and weights and everything from society. And you need to have that outburst, whether it's through MMA, whether it's through, you know, drag racing or whether it's something as simple as the gym. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that, that you, you yeah. have to work on yourself first before you can be successful at anything in life. Um, oh, especially wow. being men, you have to work on yourself, uh, self-control, self-discipline, um, being strong mentally. Uh, the gym builds that a lot, uh, mental strength. The gym does build mental strength a lot. And and just having that control and strength definitely makes you a stronger man in life. Because it's so true. Because I think back at, um, and this is an old story, but, you know, I'll, I'll just put it out there because, uh, you know, I love him because he's my kid brother and I love him. It's an old story. He actually came in 
because I have a younger brother, six years younger than me. And he came to Montreal, you know, his, uh, after a couple of semesters in college and, you know, he didn't want to go back to Haiti. So, you know, my parents sent him over and he was staying with me and I picked him up at the airport and I was like, he's just like, you know, he was overweight and, you know, he's just like, just dragging his bag around and just like, I'm not looking down on him, but I'm like, dude, what is going on with you right now? So after some, you know, big brother scolding, I take him straight to the gym and he was like, you know, we're looking at my favorite exercise, the deadlift. I was like, okay, you're going to lift this. He's like, he's like, I can't lift this. He's like, yes, you can. He's like, why? Because you're going to, you know, when you take off the limiting beliefs, you, you, you know, you shred, you peel off the excuses and you realize that, you know, he was just scared. It's like, I'm afraid I'm going to drop this bar. I'm afraid people are going to laugh at me. I'm afraid, you know, I'm too, I'm too overweight. So, you know, I'm never going to lift this bar. I'm like, you know what? We're talking a lot, but you still have to live this bar, you know? So you have to give yourself the mental fortitude to actually, you know, take care of yourself and go over that hurdle because Mm -hmm. I'd rather you live this bar and fail than sit here and give me 10,000 reasons why you won't. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if we're taking it back to my own example, when I go to the gym now, it's ba- and I love what you said about the fact that, you know, it basically gives you the mental strength to, you know, face the, face the rest of the world. Yeah. When I'm in the gym, my, and as basic as it is, you're, you're probably going to laugh, but as big as it is, you can't think of anything else when you've got 300 pounds over your neck. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> when you're going to bench press 300 pounds, you're just like, you know what? I can't really think of anything else right now, whether it's no. the bills, whether it's the spouse, it's the job, it's the traffic. Your own life. <laughs> you're only focused on the bar. You know, the bar does not discriminate. You know, so you have to think about the fact that, you know what? This deadlift can go really wrong. I can severely hurt my back if I don't do this right. So, you know yeah. what? Let me zone out. Let me put in the music and let me just like zone out right now. And, and that's I it. love zone what you out. said. I love what I, you I said. Like, I like that zoning out because zoning out, zoning out, it, it's, it's not just um, zoning out to con- concentrate on the weight you're lifting, but it's zoning out and, and going to a place inside you. Like you're, you're inside your like deepest thoughts. And I feel, I feel you being inside your deepest thoughts is where the magic happens because what you think um, and, and what you, what you force your body to think about will happen. So when you, when you get down to that, that, that focused level and you, you concentrate hard enough, no matter what, you're going to lift that weight. And I love being in that place, being in that place. It's, it's comforting. You're alone, but at the same time, you're not alone. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes total sense. It makes total sense. But sometimes people are afraid to be that deep within themselves. Some people can be alone with themselves because they're afraid of what they find out. Yeah. Whether the good or the bad. Self, self-acceptance. The, 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 the gym unlocks a lot about you. That, that's, that, that's what I can say. Um, many people will not be able to relate because they've never actually pushed your body that far. But having, having your body being pushed that far unlocks um, inner strength, some, some, some crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. <laughs> I sound like a, like, a, like a philosopher right now, kind of. Because that's what it is. That's what it is. It's a personal philosophy. It's the philosophy that works for you, and it's the philosophy you want to share for people who are willing to walk the path with you. And I totally understand. I totally get it. You know, it's very hard to explain. It's, it's very, very hard, hard to explain because it's personal. It's something that's within you that you're trying to translate into the world and trying that hopefully will resonate with someone so they can create their own, you know, their yeah, own journey, their own language, their own language. Because you know, it takes a little bit of grain because we're all in this together, right? Yeah. We're all connected. We're all. Her connected. story is not mine, but mm-hmm. I can definitely, you know, connect with you and see, like, you know what. Lamar's doing some great things here. Like, you know, let me just like, you know, focus on what he's doing. Like, I really like what he had to say about this. You know, like I said, I'm totally admitting it. Like, you know, Lamar is a professional bodybuilder. I can take a lot of small tips from him to apply to my own, you know, regular day-to-day, you know, father of two lifestyle. 
You know, you talk a lot about nutrition. I need to walk about that. You know, maybe I should drink less coffee and more water, you know? Mm. So definitely, I should definitely do that, by the way. It's not even a joke. I should do that. I drink way too much coffee for my own good. (laughs) And I I, I love talking. I love talking to to people. I I, I love talking to people uh, who aren't really into bodybuilding. I love, uh, you know, spreading the knowledge and, and learning new things. I find expanding the mind um just makes us better in every way possible you know there's so much to learn there's so much to learn from each other and and when you act like you know it all that's when you actually know the least (laughs) you realize that you don't know that much you do definitely and this is definitely a great platform why i use this platform to actually connect with people who first of all smarter than me but smarter always being in quotations because again what you do you know, on a day-to-day basis is extraordinary to someone else. We're all in this together. It's amazing. And this is a message I always want to promote. But definitely. And we're going to play a game right now. So you're going to be, I'm going to play devil's advocate, and you're going to have the opportunity to actually launch at me and basically skewer my excuses. And I'm going to be the guinea pig. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But Lamar, I don't have time to go to the gym. What do you mean you don't have time? I'm busy. I have to go to work, and you know, when I come home and the kids are wailing, I don't have the time to go to the gym, Lamar. <laughs> okay, when when you come home, uh, is your wife with the kids? Oh well, yeah. Okay, and what time do you get home at night? Well, it was around like you know, depending on like you know, give or take. Okay, five thirty ish. You know, five thirty six. You know, we usually you know just uh, you know do the family thing. You know, like you know, just bathe the kids, have supper. And yeah, I read them a story, and yeah, by seven forty-five they're usually out. Okay, that seems fair. And you leave for work at what time? Uh, okay, work for me between seven eight, depending on the day, obviously. But you know, I work pretty early, so it's between seven and eight ish is usually when I'm in the office. Oh, okay. And you go to bed at what time? Uh, okay, give or take ten. Give or take ten. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that you already had family time between uh, when you arrived home and uh, the kids' bedtime. I just shot myself in the foot. Uh, I know wifey's going to need some wifey time also. So give or take an hour uh, of just watching TV or whatever with wifey. Yeah. Uh, if you go to bed at 11.10, then right after the kids go to bed, then that's your gym time right there. Okay. Fair between enough. Eight and, between eight and nine, including your gym travel time, uh, saying it's max twenty minutes. Yeah, not even. Forty minute workout. Exactly. Like what saw is like you know just ten minutes, you know, certainly. Yeah, there you go. So a forty minute workout in, you're back home at nine. Uh, shower doesn't take more than ten minutes, and you you're you're in bed watching TV with wife until you pass out. And I actually feel good. Because yeah. when you when you yeah. go to the gym, you come back. Falling asleep is not that hard. Exactly, exactly. Falling asleep is not that hard. But you, Lamar, the weights are too heavy. Like, why? Why? Why do I need to add more weights? For forty minutes, forty minutes in a day is enough to be more than healthy. It's forty minutes is a lot. Like my workouts vary between fifty and an hour and fifteen, and I'm a bodybuilder. So just imagine. <laughs> so on a regular day, it's like, you know, a three-day like three week, like a three-workout a week thing is perfectly realistic. Yeah, yeah. Especially on the work, on the work week, uh, if you work five days a week, mm-hmm. um, I would suggest going three days within those five days. Okay. Um, preferably uh, like a, uh, a Monday but not Tuesday, Wednesday but not Thursday. And then Friday, and then you have two extra days, which is Saturday and Sunday, so you can go both on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So you do have like a long weekend of a four-day workout, but you mm-hmm. do get a lot of rest when you're putting more energy towards work. Okay. So you understand? Totally. Um, every, totally. Everyone's lives are different, so it all depends on where you can like find time to put the gym in. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there, there's always a way to make it work. 
And I'm saying that strictly because I've definitely been there, you know, 40 minutes is not a lot. And 40 minutes is definitely something realistic to actually invest into yourself. I don't believe that, you know, you're not worth 40 minutes of your life. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. You know? Like I said, it, it all depends on your goals because it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, I want to get uh, big and ripped. It could just be for your mental health. And that is so important because there is a. I'm definitely going to share this uh, this little uh, this little um, uh, excerpt from uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was telling about a really quick uh, exchange of how he's like, you know, how going to the gym definitely is the best way to take care of your mood, to take mm -hmm. care of your productivity, because he definitely was telling you how when he doesn't go to the gym. First of all, it really pisses him off because, first of all, he's pissed off because he's missing a workout. So you're spending all your time thinking about the fact that you're missing a workout. Now, you feel <laughs> crappy because then you know that, you know what, I feel crappy because if I was at the gym, if I put in this workout, I would feel a lot more, you know, endorphins and such, you know, without getting yeah. all technical or medical. Just that yeah. one simple cumulative, you know, toxicity is annoying. The fact that... It, it you're right, you're right. And, and that caused uh, a snowball reaction right yeah because yeah. then you're feeling that way for the entire evening and then you don't get your endorphins so now you're feeling even worse because you didn't get a nice good night's sleep the night before like it, definitely a snowball effect <laughs> it's a great exchange it's a great and a la joe rogan it's so funny but the way it says i'll definitely send it to you because it's definitely something worth watching it's a 10 minute clip yeah. but you know it's definitely worth it and with a bunch of illustrations because it seemed like you know just going like from just like really calm to all pissed off and everything yeah but it definitely highlights how you know any form and if for him is the gym but i want to stress out like the gym is not for everybody like anything else you know if you want to bike, go bike. If you want to just, you know, take a walk, like my neighbors, they, they, you know, husband and wife, they go walk every afternoon. They come home from work. And once they're done, I guess, you know, when they're done for supper, they both go out and they go take a walk together. And, you know, that's their daily physical activity for the day, which is perfectly fine. If yeah. you walk for 15 minutes every day, that's like, that's the equivalent of the treadmill. You know what? Just go walk, yeah, especially go. in the winter. So definitely your body's like, you know, stimulated and, you know, you're, thinking about something else you don't bring the toxicity of work home and you know you shield yourself you know because and i can totally you know relate to what you were saying about you know aggressiveness and you know just being like you know not a good person quote unquote you know when you're not you know you know letting that out into the into the universe short tempered and stuff like that oh yeah that's definitely me that's definitely me in a past life and i realize that now because again, you have to basically fall flat on your face to realize what actually made you trip. And yeah. I realized that if I had put in more time and involvement into taking care of myself first, you know, maybe I wouldn't, you know, spewed out that much toxicity into the world. And it's all about something as simple as that, you know what? Maybe you should go to the gym for like 30 minutes. Maybe yeah. you should take a breather. Yeah. It definitely helps. But you keep telling yourself that, you know what? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, goes back to my previous episode about, you know, being fine. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I watched that episode. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> but it's definitely something, and I got a lot of good response for that episode too, because a lot of people think I need to be talking about that more, especially for men, uh, yeah. because a lot of people think that you know it's that easy to just you know just brush over certain things that you know are probably a lot deeper seated than we want to admit. Yeah, I know, and that's something I don't discriminate on. On. Um, you know, the, because I grew up in Jamaica, so I, I do understand what you're, what you're coming from when you say, like, men got to be, like, you know, this strong thing in mental health. It's like, uh, it doesn't exist. And, uh, you know, it kind of like a sweep it under the rug type of thing. So I, I do understand what you were saying about that. It's a bad day. Just deal with it. It's totally fine. Like, what is, yeah, exactly. what are you talking about? Exactly. That's why we should work on that, especially um, us men. And a good way of doing that is, like I said, in the gym. Definitely. Definitely a great avenue, man. Wow. <laughs> definitely. We're definitely coming up on top of the hour. I don't want to take too much of your time. But, hey, you've been so generous with your wisdom and kindness. Dude, I can't thank you enough, man. It's been such a great exchange. Hey, thanks for having wow. me. Wow. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, definitely. If you're ever like available, it. we'll definitely do something, do something again. Yeah, but man, thank you so much. So, man, <laughs> Thanks, definitely. I'll have this uh, linked up as soon as I can. 
but mm-hmm. would you like to leave the listeners with a you know few part because i always like invite the guests you know just to leave the listeners with a few parting words of wisdom or whatever's on your mind man the floor is yours like you know just oh words of wisdom mm-hmm. uh new year's is coming up 2018 is around the corner um for all your your goals just just make that step just make the first step i know we always tend to push things away oh i don't have uh, say this shoes to go work out yet or i don't have my workout clothes yet or we we, we we're easily to, to come up with excuses but i'm just telling you to just take the first step doesn't matter if you don't have the, the nice leggings that you wanted or the nice shoes um yeah just 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 do it just do it let's get up there <laughs> Just get out there. Just get out there. Start. <laughs> just have to start. Whichever, it takes, wherever. It takes 21 days to start a routine. 21 days. 21 days, man. It's not that long. It is not that long. <laughs> You'd be surprised what you can get achieved in 21 days. That's true. <laughs> that is true. For anything and everything, I'll definitely, uh, you know, link up all your all your presence on the interwebs. But if you want to find him, ladies and gentlemen, he is at Jamaican Physique, all one word, on Instagram. And uh, do make sure to shout out, send him some shout outs and some likes because he definitely deserves it. He is an individual among among very few. And uh, we feel privileged to have him on the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Uh, Lamar, thank you so much for your time. And uh, we will see you soon. And all the best for Barcelona when you make it there because you thank definitely you deserve to make much. it there. Good night, folks. <laughs>